0: Cracked Helmets and God's Plan. My name is Katie, and I want to share my testimony with you. Not my story of how I came to Christ, but my testimony of how he's moved in my life. For those of you who don't know, I ride horses. Since I was very young, it's been a passion of mine, and I'm so blessed to have had parents who helped me pursue that passion. I've ridden every type of horse you can think of, and because of those experiences, I've built a pretty healthy respect for these beautiful animals. But I've also abolished pretty much any fear I may have with them. The Lord used horses to teach me many things. He's taught me love, patience, trust, and so much more. Sometimes he gives me a hard horse to teach me a lesson, and sometimes he gives me a horse that I can use to help teach others. But no matter what, God always uses the horses in some way. Two, almost three years ago, God used horses in my life in a way that I'll never forget. Well, I sort of forgot, but you'll understand why later. Two years ago, God caught my attention in a really, and I mean really, big way. Two years ago, I was struggling with understanding what God was using me for. I couldn't understand what my purpose was. I felt lost. It kind of felt like I was stuck on repeat every day. I had just come off of a pretty large spiritual high of sorts. Summer of 2018, I worked as a camp counselor at a Christian camp, and shortly after that, I had gone on a mission trip to India. Needless to say, when I went back to the quote-unquote every day, it was really hard for me to feel that I had any purpose. It felt like I wasn't special. It felt like I wasn't actually doing anything for the Lord. April 13, 2019, I worked a 12-hour shift as a trail guide. At the end of the day, all of the trail guides decided to ride in the indoor arena for some leisure. I had been riding my favorite pony on the farm, Dakota, and I chose to ride him in the arena as well. Dakota was known to be a bit of a spitfire and had even bucked me off as a camper, but it was his spunk that made me love him. Shortly into the ride, Dakota got a bit spunky, picked up the canter, and then turned and dropped his shoulder and did what we in the horse world call a dirty dump. I came off Dakota fast and hard. It happened so fast. One second I was on my horse's back, and the next I was on the ground. I had hit my head on the wall, and I had hit it hard enough that I not only cracked my helmet, but I also dented the wall. So I did what any horse person would do. I got up, and I got back on. About an hour took place between my fall and when I got in the car to head home. The farm that I was working at was an hour away from home, but the drive was pretty much a straight shot. As I prepared to head home, I texted my now husband and asked if I could call him because I had hit my head. I just wanted to be safe. And I can tell you confidently that it was the Holy Spirit who told me to send that message to my husband because within minutes of calling him and me pulling out of the farm and onto the freeway, I blacked out. The last thing I remember before I blacked out was my hand going numb as I clutched the steering wheel. I can't really tell you what else happened the rest of the night. I only know what I've been told by my friends and family. I know that my husband, who was too sick to come and get me himself, called a friend who lived on the farm to come find me. I know that I drove 20 miles by myself on the highway and somehow managed to park at a Walgreens. I know that at some point I called my dad and was frantic about not knowing where my phone was, even though it was in my hand. I know that when my said friend picked me up, I didn't know my name or my birthday, and I was so out of sorts he had to carry me to his car. My friend took me to the hospital closest to us and waited with me until my parents arrived at the hospital. My parents say that when they got there, I didn't know who they were, and I constantly kept ripping at my neck brace, frantically trying to get it off. At some point, I had even ripped out my iv Truth be told, I had no idea how they got me to stay still long enough to do any sort of head scans. I can't even begin to imagine the fear that my family members were feeling. I can't imagine sitting in the hospital room waiting to hear the results of the CAT scans. I can't imagine pondering whether or not my life would be altered forever because of this accident. But instead of letting fear win, they chose faith. My friends and family gathered together in prayer and gave the whole situation up to God. I am proof that prayer works and that God does miracles. After waiting for what I'm sure felt like an eternity, I came to. I remember waking up and being mostly irritated that I had a neck brace on and an IV in my arm. Nearly as soon as I came to, the doctors came in and told me that there was no brain bleed. They told me that with the state I had been in earlier, they had fully expected damage. They told me that it was a miracle. That one second I couldn't remember my name and the next I was able to recount all the details leading up to the accidents. They couldn't explain it. I got to take my first and hopefully only ride in the ambulance that night. I laugh at the experience because I remember being able to tell the medic my social security number, which I didn't even know I had memorized, yet I couldn't remember the last eight hours. I was transferred to another hospital and then eventually got sent home. Recovery was quick, I didn't have much of a headache, and I even went on to show a horse two weeks later. Truth be told, as soon as I was healthy again, I didn't think too much about the accident at all. It took a while for me to understand how absolutely incredible the whole situation was. I mean, if we're being honest, I should have died that night. I drove 20 miles practically unconscious down a highway with a speed limit of 70. The fact that I didn't hit someone or get hit by someone is a miracle. Not only that, but God healed me miraculously as well. I had no brain bleed. I didn't have to go through any sort of rehab therapy. I was simply severely injured, and then I wasn't. You see, prior to this, when I was feeling stuck, I wasn't really giving God any of my time. I filled up my schedule so much with things like work, sports, band, even the horses. I'm sure God tried to get my attention several times, but I'm stubborn and wasn't paying attention. In a way, my accident was a big slap in the face. I had gone on so long not paying attention to God that God had to do something to make me start listening. That night, God reminded me that if I didn't have a purpose, I wouldn't be on this earth. He reminded me that had I fulfilled my purpose on this earth, he would have taken my life that night. But he didn't. God reminded me that as long as we are on this earth, we have a purpose. Since that night, I have shared this testimony time and time again. I share it for those who are hurting. I share it for those who feel like they have no purpose. I share this that people can find hope before they have to go through something big like this. If you're still living on this earth, you have a purpose. God is not done with you yet. Every single day you live on this planet is another day that the Lord is using you. And it is another day you are fulfilling your purpose. There are days that I still struggle with this. It's easy to get caught up in the difficult things in life and wonder why you're going through what you're going through. I pray that this testimony is a reminder that God has a purpose for you and that he still does miracles. God is not done with you yet. You may not see it now, but God is using whatever you're going through in order to grow you. Choose faith over fear in all of your circumstances. Thank you for listening to Raw Faith. If you'd like to read these podcasts as blog posts, check out worthyinhiseyes.wordpress.com.